Well, uh, last Sunday after church, um, I took my family out for a coffee uh, up in uh, Oakville, Oakville Grocery. If you haven't been to Oakville Grocery yet, uh, you need to go there. It's, it's amazing. Um, but afterwards, we decided to take a walk down Oakville Crossroad um, through the vineyards. Um, we were expecting rain last Sunday, so the sky was very dramatic. It was filled with clouds. There were amazing colors happening. The wind was whistling through um, the olive trees. I wanted to say the walnut trees, but they don't have any leaves just yet. Uh, but the wind was whistling through. It was super beautiful. But perhaps the most beautiful of all um, was the new leaves that were beginning to blossom uh, on, the, on the vines. Um, this year is bud break in the vineyards. And it's a time when uh, the vines begin to transform from brown sticks uh, and they bud and blossom and little green shoots come out. And uh, those uh, leafy green vines by the end of summer will be jeweled with clusters of deep blue fruit. And that fruit, of course, is what makes the Napa Valley famous. It makes the wonderful cabs and uh, delicious wines that make the valley so famous. And bud break is the beginning of the season of growth. And uh, bud break is an apt image to keep in your mind as we think about the vision of Yontville Community Church because I truly believe that we're at the beginning of a season of growth as a church. And so why don't we ask God to speak into our hearts now as we open the Bible and as we explore God's vision uh, for our church. Will you pray with me? Our Father, we know that you're in control of all things. We ask that you give us wisdom and guidance and insight as we plan for the future of your church here in Yonville. I teach us from your word as we seek you now. In um, is my microphone dropping in and out? It's not. Okay. I might be having temporary deafness. Um, unlikely. I'm excited to have you all here for Vision Sunday. Um, a number of years ago, I heard a quote about vision um, that has stuck with me ever, ever since. It's a description of what vision is. Um, this person said that vision is a picture of the future that inspires passion. It's this picture of the, the, the future. That and vision is all about imagining a future reality, having dreams about what might be and imagining the possible. Um, so Vision Sunday is all about imagining the future reality of Yonville Community Church so that as a as a congregation, we can dream the dream together and we can work together. Now, I have big dreams for this church and I suspect that you do too. Um, but as we dream those dreams, uh, we need to start with God's word. We need to start with looking at God's vision for the church. And the kept coming to mind as I thought about the future of our church is a picture of a vine. Um, a grapevine, um, apt for the Napa Valley. Um, and the reason that I picked this image, it comes straight from the scripture. John's just read that picture from Isaiah 27. And now I'm going to read the image from Psalm 80, which is the top of the page there. Um, this is what it says um, in Psalm 80 about the vine. It says in verse 8, You transplanted a vine from Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it, and it took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. Its branches reached as far as the sea, and its shoots as far as the river. 
Psalm 80, it paints a picture of a vine that is planted by God. It takes root and it fills the whole land and it reaches from the river to the sea. That is, um, it's this luxurious vine that brings shade and refreshment wherever In its original context, the vine represents God's of Israel. Um, God had brought them out of Egypt. Um, that's the little reference there in verse 8. And he brought them into the promised land. Um, if you've been with us for the last eight weeks, that was God's promise to Abraham, wasn't it? That he would bring his offspring into a land. And so this picture of God's people filling the promised land and enjoying God's blessing, um, it's this picture of happiness and goodness. It's a picture of flourishing. And this image of the vine teaches us three things about, um, three lessons about God's vision for the church. Um, and the first lesson is right there in verse 8, uh, that it is God who plants the church. Um, in Psalm 8, the psalmist, uh, sorry, in verse 8, the psalmist, he speaks directly to God. He says, you, God, you transplanted the vine from Egypt. You drove out the nations and you cleared the ground for it. Um, it is God who plants his people where he wants them to be. It is God who plants the church. Um, that doesn't mean things are always easy. Um, just in these two verses, we're reminded that God's people lived in slavery in Egypt for 400 years before God brought them into the promised land. Um, and in the land, there were the nations, that is, people who were opposed to the establishment of God's kingdom. But none of those problems were too hard for God. None of them were too hard for God. God's the one who cleared the ground and he planted his people exactly where he wanted them to be. And it's an important lesson for us to remember um, because actually we live in one of the most difficult places in America to plant a church. Um, out of the entire United States, the Bay Area um, has the highest number of people who have no connection to church. Um, we sometimes call them unchurched. That's a researcher term. Um, the Bay Area who are de-churched, that is, who used to go to church and now have no connection anymore. For, for whatever reason, they've walked away from God and left him behind. And uh, it's not just the Bay Area. Research shows patterns of declining attendance in churches all across the United States, and it's the same in my home country of Australia. But none of that is an obstacle to God. I mean, he's planted churches all over this country, and he's planted churches all over the world to be beacons of hope in the darkness. That's what churches are, a little beacon of hope in the darkness. And God has planted his people right where he wants us to be. Um, and I think actually God has given us a special work to do because we're so close to the Bay Area. Um, we're especially bright in this especially dark area. There are so many people who need the hope. Make sure they hear So that's the... in this particular building. I think I am going to swap microphones. I think it is dropping in and out. Is that right, people at the back? Yeah, I've got a few nods and a few nods. I'm going to switch. When these sermons... Ooh, I'm going to come back to here. Uh, when these sermons don't get recorded, it means I have to come back in the middle of the week and record it to an empty room. Um, and, you know, I kind of pretend to point to people. Um, <laughs> without lots of people in here, there's big echoes as well. Um, this sounds it's not too bad, huh? Is that okay? Good. 
um, I'm going to I'm gonna have to speak one-handed. This is like, whew, I'm okay. So the first big idea is that we need to remember God's the one who plants the church and he's planted us right here, exactly where he wants us. And the second big idea that this passage teaches us is that the church needs to have deep roots. Um, Look at verse 9. Verse 9 says, you cleared the ground for it and it took root and it filled the land. Psalm 80 verse 9. Just a few months uh, after I started working here at Yonville Community Church, um, the world got turned upside down by COVID. I think you might remember that. Um, And so I joined that trend of building an ISO vegetable patch. You know, building, you know, growing veggies at home. There's another Australian. Veggies? Oh, there you go. We're not so different after all. Um, And my little veggie patch was fantastic. It grew so well that I decided to try my hand at grapes. And so I planted two vines along the back fence here. Um, Well, sadly, they didn't do as well as my garden. Um, I probably didn't prepare the soil well enough. And there probably wasn't enough sunlight for them. And um, 2020, if you remember, was an extremely dry summer and extremely hot. And uh, so my vine grew three and they died and um, they shriveled up. I dug post-mortem and uh, I could see that the roots never grew. Uh, they just never grew at all. Uh, not so the vine in Psalm 80. Um, this vine in Psalm 80, it takes root. It puts down deep roots in the place where it's planted and then the vine flourishes and fills the land. At Yonville Community Church, we already have deep roots in the Napa Valley. We go back to 1874. Um, in fact, there was a sermon preached under a tree here in 1853. But this congregation particularly started in 1874, and then they built this church in 1876. It makes Yonville Community Church one of the oldest churches in the Napa Valley. So we have deep roots historically, but that doesn't mean that we can just coast along trading on our historical roots. Um, if I've learned one thing about living uh, in, uh, from living in the wine country is that it takes a lot of work to make vineyards thrive, uh, to make vines thrive. And so our vision at Yonville Community Church is that we'll be a church where people want to put down deep roots in faith. Um, it's a church where everybody feels like they belong. It's a church where we feel connected. A, a church where we feel um, spiritually nourished, where we grow in faith, where we grow in community. The kind of church where you, where you look forward to going on a Sunday. The kind of church where you want to spend time. The kind of church that you would call your home. It's an interesting idea when so many of us have many homes. Um, a church that you want to call home. I'm often amazed by what God's already done since we reopened the church building in August last year. It's only been eight months, if my math is correct. Um, in eight months, God has brought so many to us, um, brand new to us, um, for the first time, uh, both here in the vil- uh, building and people who are online. Um, uh, one of our main focuses over this eight months has been to create Sunday services or a Sunday church experience um, that helps each of us to connect with God and to connect with one another. Um, I'm grateful to God for our welcome team, um, the the people who greet you out the front every week, uh, for our coffee team, um, for our AV team. um, We are upstairs. We're having real troubles today, aren't we?
Let me try that again. I have the mute button on. <laughs> Multitasking isn't one of my skills, definitely. So, uh, you know, I'm really thankful for the way that God has made our Sunday anchor uh, part of the, the deep roots that we're building here uh, as people come along and enjoy Sunday worship together. I'm really thankful for all of the different teams who serve on a Sunday. Um, today we have Laura, fantastic um, answer to prayers. God has brought um, incredibly talented musicians to us. Um, we actually have another four musicians who are college students. They're all at home on spring break this week, uh, but you'll see them back next week. All of these microphones and little, little doodads, they'll all be filled up with uh, young adults who have uh, an amazing ability to lead us in praise and worship. Um, Something you may not know about um, is our kids program. I'm so thankful for what God's done with the kids program. Um, our kids minister, Charlotte, uh, and her team of leaders um, and volunteers, they make Yonville kids so much fun every week. Uh, whenever I tell people that we have a church here in Yonville, they say, oh, it must be so difficult because there are no young families in Yonville. Um, and I always tell them that they're wrong. Um, we've got a small but thriving kids program, and every week it seems to be growing. And uh, we're so thankful to God for that. Um, one of our prayers for Yonville kids is that the littlest members of our church uh, will have a chance to put down deep roots in faith during their time here, um, which is why Yonville kids are so much more than childcare. Um, in both nursery and elementary, our leaders share the hope of Jesus with kids every week. I mean, age-appropriate ways, having lots of fun. It really helps our children here experience the joy of knowing Jesus. Um, and so our vision is to see that kids program expanded. We'd love to see um, different uh, stage-specific programs. Um, and so we're praying for the leaders to enable us to do that. And we're praying for more and more families to come and join us too. Um, something the Leadership Board is passionate about is creating the opportunity to share Jesus with middle schoolers and high schoolers. Um, so we currently don't have any uh, youth ministry here, only children, um, elementary and younger. But our vision is to see a youth program where teenagers can put down deep roots of faith in what's a really pivotal time of life for them. Um, we might, or you might not know, but um, the end of high school is a time when many people walk away from faith. And so we want to give our young adults, our, our teenagers, deep roots in the faith. Um, that is something that the leadership board is um, praying about currently. And we're also working through from a budget perspective to see if we can bring somebody on board, hopefully sooner rather than later. I would love your prayers as we seek to bring that vision to reality. Uh, now, we've talked about our kids putting down deep roots. Um, our vision actually is not just for kids. It's for every person who walks in the doors here at Yonville Community Church, for every person who attends. We want to provide the opportunities to, uh, to nurture faith in community, uh, to put down deep roots in Christian faith and have a chance to grow. Um, and so that might be in a small group uh, where... We dig deeper into the Bible, and I'm thankful for our small group leaders. We've got a number of groups here. Um, when I think about how many people come on a Sunday, we have an astounding number of you meeting in groups weekly or bi-weekly um, and digging deeper into the Bible. Good on you for doing that. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, if you're just starting on the Christian journey, um, we have the Alpha course, and um, we're in the middle of an Alpha course right now with a bunch of young adults I'm meeting at our house, they're nodding at each other right now. Um, it's been fantastic to meet weekly and talk about life and faith and meaning. Um, and if you haven't done Alpha, 
Um, we're going to do another course right after Easter, so you should sign up and uh, come along for six weeks and, uh, and really have a chance to think about the Christian faith like that. And uh, as the year goes on, we'll be announcing more opportunities for nurturing our faith in community. Uh, we have a conference for women coming up, a book club starting, a film study, and uh, there's some more as well. But I hope you can see our focus. It's creating opportunities for every person who attends Yonville Community Church to put down roots in the Christian faith. Uh, so that's our first aspect of our vision, um, a church that is rooted. Um, the second aspect of our vision is a church that is reaching. Uh, look at Psalm 80, verse 10 to 11 with me. Uh, it says, The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. Its branches reached as far as the sea, and its shoots as far as the river. Uh, the picture here we have is uh, of the vine filling the land from east to west, from the Euphrates to the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, and remember, this is a picture of God's chosen people filling the promised land and enjoying this inheritance that God had promised to Abraham. But there's another detail in the poetry. There's another symbol in the end. Um, and the image of the vine in this part, it gets supersized. As the branches actually reach from east to west. It's like vine that becomes amazingly large it reaches from east to west and its leaves provide shade that cover the mountains and in fact they even cover the mighty cedars um, in the old testament cedars often symbolize strength and power um, and so what we're seeing here is that god's people grow to a position where they are stronger than the world's powers they actually become stronger than the world's powers. And this image of shade, it usually symbolizes protection and comfort. And so in this image, the psalmist paints a picture of God's people filling the land and bringing peace and protection and comfort to everybody who lives in the land. And if we think back to God's promises to Abraham, this was the third promise, wasn't it? That through Abraham's offspring, um, God would bring blessing to the entire world. So this picture shows us that God intends the church to be an agent of blessing to the whole world. Um, the church isn't just focused in on itself. It reaches out with the hope of Jesus. Um, in the last year or so, part of our reaching out has been using um, a marketing company. Um, weird, I know, to, to think about in church, but using a marketing company to reach out and make sure people can find us on the internet. And um, one of the campaigns that they do for us every month is called Real Life. Um, uh, when people are searching for answers on the internet about stress or anxiety or financial worries or, or marriage issues, parenting questions, um, they often click on one of our ads and it sends them to excellent biblical helpful articles um, and then link to our website. Um, and we're seeing thousands of people click on those every single month. Um, people are searching for answers and they're interested in knowing what God says. They're interested in hearing the Christian point of view. Um, so that's one of the ways that Yonville Community Church is reaching out uh, with the hope of Jesus to people online. Um, but I'd love to see us create the same opportunities for people who live here in the valley, physical opportunities. Um, psychologists are predicting an epidemic of mental health issues uh, on the back of the pandemic. And, um, and so we would love to be able to connect people from our community with good online resources um, and also to physical counselling services. I would love to provide them uh, here in the building if possible, but I feel like that's a little bit of a pipe dream, but something we can pray towards. Um, I'd love that when people come to us for help, that we can connect them with the right kind of help that they need. 
And the same goes for the economically vulnerable in our community. Uh, we want to be a church that contributes to local charities, uh, charities who are set up to provide appropriate care and resources to those vulnerable in our community. I'm really excited to see the little steps that we're taking in Yonville Kids Church. Um, thanks to the passion um, of a couple of our moms, um, this Easter, our Yonville Kids Church is actually making a connection with the Veterans Home here in Yonville, uh, delivering hope packages. They're kind of like care packages, but we're calling them hope packages. Um, little packages with crosswords and tissues and coloring books. Um, but even right now today, the kids are writing letters to the veterans saying, we hope you have a great Easter. Jesus is amazing. Um, we hope that you hear about the resurrection of Jesus, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, for two, two plus years, um, we've been praying to have a connection with the Yonville Vets Home. Um, this little idea has been the beginning. The Yonville Vets Home has actually asked us to come and provide a regular service up there in the home. Isn't that amazing? Little steps turn into bigger things. God is answering our prayers. So you can see we have a vision to be a blessing in our local community in practical ways. We also know that the biggest blessing, the greatest blessing, is to find life in Jesus Christ. And so we'll always be looking as a church for ways to reach out with the hope of Jesus. And um, that's why we're um, advertising uh, for Easter. We're running a Facebook and Instagram ad campaign. We're deliberately trying to engage young families with Jesus and to share Jesus with them. I make no excuses for that. Um, it's why we're advertising in the newspapers uh, for Easter services, why we're dropping off invitations in each of the hotels. Um, it's why we've printed extra invitations for you to take home. They're right here on my table somewhere, these wonderful Easter invitations. Uh, make sure at the end of church today you go and pick up a couple, uh, drop them off at your neighbor's house, bring them to your tennis club, share Jesus, share an invitation for people to come to church. Because the heart of this church's mission and the heart of our vision is for us to be a church where we share the hope of Jesus in the Napa Valley and beyond. We're, we're a church with a missionary heart. We're a church with a missionary mindset. We're a missionary church reaching out into the Napa Valley with a message of hope and life and resurrection in Jesus Christ, a message of blessing. Who doesn't want to be blessed? I love the image from Psalm 80, um, this image of a vineyard stretching out all through the land. I see it every time I drive up the Silverado Trail. Um, our Napa Valley is beautiful, isn't it? We are filled with vineyards as far as the eye can see. And every time I see them, it reminds me. It's an image of what this church could be. A church that influences the landscape. A church that um, influences the culture. A church that brings blessing. And a church that bears fruit in this community for all of eternity. Don't you want to be part of that church? Um, as I said at the beginning... Uh, we are only just at the beginning of this journey. And um, the buds are only just beginning to break. But that means the growing season is beginning. And one day God's kingdom will bud and blossom. And it's going to fill the whole world with fruit, as it says in Isaiah. And on that day, we'll finally see the special thing that God has made us part of. Um, will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, you have painted this vision of the world filled with a vine, bearing fruit and blossoming. In uh, John 15, Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Heavenly Father, help us to be connected to Jesus as we're connected here in the Napa Valley. Help us to share Jesus so that your kingdom grows, so that that fruit of salvation grows and blossoms.
Father, may you bring the harvest. For the precious name of Jesus we pray. Amen.